0: Good morning, Ina, and welcome to the Local Paleo Show. Good
1: morning. Good to be here.
0: It's our pleasure. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you, as usual. Mm -hmm. As usual. Um, And I hope, Ina, you're doing well.
1: Very well. There was a lot of snow last week, but um, we're doing okay here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as long as you don't catch this uh, bug going around, we'll be fine, yeah. I notice it's not just, uh, I mean, it's big in Texas right now. This flu, whatever it is. <laughs> yes. And also in France, I was there last week, and uh, all, all the women in my family were all sick. The guys not, but all the women were sick, so I don't know what's going on. So um, back to you. Um, you are a pioneer in clinical pharmacists and specializing in functional medicine, which we'll talk about later and complementary Crohn's and Colitis options in natural hormone balancing. So um, this is a big subject. Um, What interests me the most in your passion about women's and digestive health is your use of functional medicine. So um, to get people to know you, um, can you give us your path until now? I mean, your professional path.
1: Sure, absolutely, I would love to. Um, you know, I, I was diagnosed with Crohn's in my 30s, like most people who are diagnosed with Crohn's. And it, it, that kind of changed my path. I was a traditional pharmacist. Um, in my early 20s, I was thrilled to be a pharmacist. That's something I always wanted to do, help people and uh, be in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just uh, traditional medicine, unfortunately, kind of failed me and uh um, I uh, also found that um there are not that many resources for crohn's colitis uh, not not that many good quality resources and and uh articles, especially when I was diagnosed two thousand three um, information on the web there was just not enough uh for f- to to improve the symptoms, the fatigue the runs the uh, unfortunate um, the, the the pain the fevers people with with this diagnosis they they have uh, now they have a lot of information to turn into uh, how much credibility of that and how much uh, you know uh, how could you trust all that information is, is the big question so uh, I started my own research uh, two thousand and three and with kind of help of my husband, who I believed that uh, he, he made me feel that I will find it. Yeah, I felt so empowered, and, and that's what I wanted to do since then. So since I went through my journey to heal, I, uh, I felt that I could empower, empower also others. And it was like a natural step when I learned functional medicine for my own healing. Um, and went through the program, I started helping relatives, I started helping neighbors, I started... um, uh, People would start approaching me, that new friends of the friends or friends of the neighbors, and and it it came totally naturally that um, the next step would be my own practice. I I, I don't think I even thought about opening up until... um, People started really approaching me, and and I wrote the website at that time about my journey with Crohn's. And and people um, were looking for credible information. They were looking for um, probably um, someone who could... uh, I I was lucky also that I can interpret the study. I'm able, with my training as a pharmacist, we're we're very... um, Pharmacists are very... We question everything. Be really super super uh detailed and, and analysis based. You can't just tell me that um something works. Um, mm-hmm. tell me how and tell me what factual basis you have for 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 the statement. And I will dig, I will dig and dig and, and often I would find out that mm, it really doesn't look like it works, and maybe the placebo effect, and maybe maybe um you, you sort of believe it worked and it maybe worked for you, but uh, really, if you look into the data, um, sometimes it doesn't. So um, I, uh, my, my journey took me to, to open up the practice and, now, and, and I've been helping a lot of Crohn's patients since then and other patients with digestive diseases, with, with uh, women's health. And uh, yeah, I do, I do love see the results and that was my path.
0: <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Uh, so, just to, um, if uh, people picked up on your accent, you are from Ukraine originally. Yes. Same way as I'm French and Mark is British, so it's an interesting <laughs> connection here. Beautiful mix. <laughs> yes. And uh, you are currently working on the book, My Journey with Crohn's Disease. What can you tell us about your book?
1: yeah the book uh, was the next step in the process i i recently uh got my doctorate degree and um all this uh, knowledge uh, as a doctor of pharmacy now as um, as a crohn's patient in full remission i uh i thought i'd finally cuz i it, it was it was kind of coming for years I, I had i did wanted to write it i did wanted um to share with the people that kind of get stuck that do have those symptoms and and can't get better um, and and I thought that maybe I wasn't ready at at that certain point, maybe I don't have enough information. maybe I do need to finish to be a doctor a doctor a pharmacy in my case mm-hmm. to to um to have that credibility for people to understand that it's not just another book of um, someone who went through and sharing their journey I'm able to also interpret many things in a more uh, scientific way and more, um, more way that um, could, I, I, I could dig into the details and, and understand whether this is credible or not. So um, the book um, I, uh, I, I use my own journey. I share the details what helped me to go into the full remission I am able to um, to uh, pinpoint some things in there that um, are kind of mistakes to make as you know so sometimes when you've been there you you want to other people not to make your mistakes and um, it was it was a really it was, it was tough it was tough to be a young mother uh, in early thirties, I, I call it young. <laughs> uh, I was in my early thirties. I have two very, very young kids, who I needed their mother to be strong and there for them. And here I was with tiny little infant, a second kid, who, and I was in the ICU over and over. Um, and uh, in this book, I, 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 kind of poured, and I'm still, I'm still finishing it up. It's, it's uh, coming out soon. Um, I, I poured all of those um, emotions and, and what I went through and, and the actual steps and the tool I saw for help uh, along with the, my current program that I, it took me years and years. And that maybe uh, is the best part about the book that it took me that long to finally write it because now I'm able to put all these, details on my own journey, of, of what helped, of, um, of, the, of the case studies that I have now with many, many, many case studies of Crohn's and colitis and horm- hormone digest other digestive illness patients that I've seen. And I'm able to put it all together and to make that, the, the big decision what really is the best kind of approach. So and it's all and in the, in the case studies are also going to include many case, good case studies um, to, to look into in that in the, in the book. Um, so it, it, it's, it will help the book will help you to, to become your own kind of patient advocate, to be, to be able to get um, the first steps to this, your own self-management, approach to the Crohn's colitis or other digestive illness you have it's it, I believe it's super important it's extremely important to find a good doctor and the doctor that you are able to to say you know I if that's something that you're looking for again I've seen plenty of patients that are just want to go with the traditional way and you can't change their mind and go ahead beautiful and and they'll probably be able to get more benefit of the traditional approach than someone who's doubting it now. Mm -hmm. To the patient, to the client that um, is now wants more, haven't seen much of the result. Uh, They're already doubting traditional system. Um, and, And it failed them maybe as well, just like it failed me. They they need um, to be able to to have that first step where they get that self management. They're involved. I believe that um, it's really important to make yourself in the center of your healing, and then everyone else who you cho- choose in your uh, practitioner group. Whether it's um, it's, a, it's a, you want to have a group of a doctor, acupuncture practitioner. Um, massage therapist, chiropractor—they're around you. They're helping you. You're in the middle, uh, and and <clears throat> the way it is right now, I I think it's <laughs> if you're going for for a doctor's appointment, you like the next thing, the next number. You don't have enough time to spend with the doctor. It's it's a couple of minutes. Uh, you don't feel to be in the center.
0: Right.
1: So right. I, I believe that reading that book will also make you understand that you should be in the center and you now choosing what your, um, what your group of, of uh, practitioners should be. And the doctor should be there for you. Understanding? Right. right. We are not changing the concept of a doctor. And, and in no way, shape or form, I want to say that. Hmm. The doctor is the alpha. Mm. The doctor is the prescriber. The doctor will be making the decisions uh, about your health based on, on the science uh, facts and the, based on analysis uh, that that been there for years. And it's great. Medicine is wonderful. We are really progressing. Right. Um, but doctors
0: should listen to you too exactly. and should listen to the customer and not uh, act like God, which a lot yeah. of doctors do. Right. That yeah. that
1: that is uh, that is something that the doctors will probably be working on in the next decade. I mm. really believe. I've seen some that are really jumping uh, with that, uh, with the functional medicine now. That Megan and it's super great. I I think I've seen I've met plenty of doctors now that have been practicing and and they're thrilled to change. They're they're thrilled when they actually done it and yeah. they transferred their their practice they say oh my god i do have the time to listen and and th- there could be a possible root cause that that so many doctors mm. before have missed yes. no one no one had a chance to listen to the entire history and right
0: right the thing is uh typical western medicine focus on symptoms not on the whole person doesn't take the time to listen and uh, typically assume that you, the customer, um, don't know what you're talking about, don't know how you feel and they'll, you know, they'll decide for you instead of working with you on right. uh, such issues. Yes. So, um, are you healed from it or are you in remission? Uh, how, do you, how do you describe that?
1: I'm in full remission and okay. it's been years. And um, the first kind of year that I was in full remission, I was almost afraid to to say I'm in full remission. Honestly, it was like, oh my god, I don't want to jinx it. Right. Um, um, and and I was when, when people would, when I was approached and asked, "Are you completely okay?" I was just saying, "I'm okay, I'm okay." Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then. I, as it continued, and I, I'm still taking supplements. Uh, I'm still supporting my system. I'm still working with the functional diagnostic because there's a lot of stress. I just went through three years of doctor program, um, obviously sleepless nights, and, and the kids I have, my youngest one is only five. Right. So you, you understand that this that we it's, can't remove the stress from the life.
0: It's admirable that you managed to get a doctorate with... Um, two kids like this so yeah three now okay (laughs) so you know I couldn't do it Um, you know I mean it's hard enough for me to uh, get my bachelor's degree so I can't imagine how difficult it is to get um, Mm -hmm. doctorate with with the family and um, and also a practice I mean you were working right at the same time
1: Yes, so, I'm still um, working as a geriatric pharmacist, very much part-time, and but I do have a great support system.
0: And my okay, family is amazing,
1: good. my parents, my husband, my boys are very uh, independent, I've raised mm-hmm. them to be it's right. very independent, so I'm, I'm very blessed.
0: Good, good way. for you. So what diet are you currently on?
1: Okay, <laughs> that <laughs> that's the perfect question for the perfect show. <laughs> Yes, I am um, mostly low-carb, paleo, and I do, um, I do stay on this diet most of the time throughout the year with breaks. I do take occasional breaks for um, the detox, when you have the change of the seasons, when we go into the spring. When you go into sometimes into the fall, especially in the four season climate, it really does depend on where you live. Like in Texas, where you are, I would probably do detox maybe once a year. Uh, The the big one here, we need to. uh, It's about where you live. It's about where your parents and grandparents were raised and and what they ate. It's it's a lot of little details when you are choosing the right diet for you especially if you have predisposition to digestive problems. So I, I do stay with the low-carb paleo. I, I love it. It gives you the most energy, obviously, and it feeds on the good bacteria when you eat such way, and it does promote gut healing. It does help you build the right amino acids to, to, um, to have that the strength of the intestinal lining. Uh, so the occasional... A dietary break, I call it. When I go into the detox part, I do change to smoothies, soups that are mostly semi-vegetarian,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: to 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 give a little break to, right. uh, to the stomach lining, right. to the to the intestines, and to the liver, and to the entire detox process. Right. So I I do the soups that uh, t- t- tons of different color vegetables. And lots and lots and lots of greens, because you know the low carb part. When right, you're right, Eating sweet potato three times a day, uh, you're you're already uh, really high in sugar. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, lots of greens, green soups and green salads. If it's a spring de- detox, if if it's more of a going into fall, then you'll have the soups. And I do add bone broth. That's why I call it semi-vegetarian. Right. Because um, it, it's, it's not all vegetarian. Right. And when, I, when I'm asked about vegetarian completely diet, I'm very careful. Uh, I've seen uh, patients that come in after being vegetarian for 5-10 years um, and they're super nutrition and there's a lack of when they do their micronutrient testing, it's, uh, it's a mess. Right. Of you know, right. course, the yep. blood sugar is, is not stable. Right, so right. for for who, it works for some I uh, I, I can't say that I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take a client who's vegetarian for their beliefs but uh, sometimes it does take more work right. with that kind of right. client
0: well I come back from France where I basically ate my way through the holidays and in <laughs> France there's no there's no telling my family oh I'm on a diet Uh They will just look at you either strangely or they will get upset because, you know, they don't understand concept of uh, controlling your nutrition there. So (laughs) I am currently going through detox. Uh I am, uh, you know, I'm eating a lot of uh, green soups, green Uh salads, um, bone broth, you know, light uh, liquid, and I'm trying to clean my system from all that sugar and all those uh, (laughs) chocolate truffles and cakes and cookies and all that that you know typically people eat uh, during the holidays, so I'm doing my own detox now, it's uh, it's inter- interesting to watch because my body wants it, it wants to detox, uh, my body knows that this is what I went through the past three weeks in France is not normal, so I need to go back to my regular routine and finally after a week I'm starting to feel better about you wow. know how my body functions. So. On um, on uh, back to you, um, keeping in mind that everyone is different, of course, what have you found uh, that exacerbate or uh, inflame your Crohn's disease? What kind of foods, what kind of um, drinks will make it worse? Uh,
1: it must be in combination. Uh, be- besides the common ones that I always say, that you have to stop right away when you come to me and, and, and you're my client now, I would really want you to stop three things, three big things. The gluten, the dairy, and the soy. Hmm. And uh, when, when you get rid of the soy, with that comes tons of process. So it's a tricky one, the soy. It's not just the fact that it's a soy. It's the it's fact that now you're going to get rid of a lot of processed foods, the packaged Imagine. foods. And, and, and all these, if you start reading the ingredients, um, soybean oil or soy protein or, and, and a lot of that soy is a GMO. So uh, we, we come to, a, so getting rid of those three small things with the secret ingredient, uh, you really start g- getting yourself into the healing diet and, and um, the healing diet that, that mostly should be the, the map of it should be low carb paleo. Uh, so getting rid of gluten is tricky, also, because um, especially for those that uh, you know don't don't want to work hard <laughs> for their own gut, yeah. uh, they they will say I tried. Uh, it's been uh, two weeks, or uh, it's been a whole week and i'm mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing results, so that's that's done <laughs> um right. no uh gluten takes that's a whole like if we had to talk about gluten, I'd probably talk for two hours or three mm-hmm. or longer uh the way uh gluten is affecting the gut is um it depends on each individual, like you said, and it also could be for those that are, that are just intolerant to it. And we're not talking about celiac, where it's a, a true, almost, sorry, almost like an allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're talking about an intolerance that's not even going to show up at the when you go to the gastroenterologist and they do a celiac panel. It, mm-hmm. They'll tell you, oh, you're okay with gluten. You could eat it. Oh, great, wonderful. Ina said that uh, I shouldn't be eating gluten. Here we go, Ina, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Ina now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, the gluten uh, affects the intestinal issue, uh, intestinal lining, uh, almost like um, a little. Um, if you imagine the sandpaper, and mm-hmm. inside of the our gut instead of our intestine there are small villas. Yes, they absorb the nutrients they um, um they they help you stay energetic strong and 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 the, have the mitochondria function and and for you um, and and if you having some kind of sensitivity not even major full-blown intolerance slowly but surely those villas are almost robbed off from the inflammation like mm-hmm. the sandpaper to the point where, where the intestinal lining becomes thinner and thinner and thinner, and, and we, we now are in a, in a leaky gut syndrome, um, mm-hmm. and that, that becomes even more uh, and longer to heal. Mm-hmm. So, even if you have no symptoms, I say that that's worse. That when you have a true allergy, celiac patients are luckier, <laughs> even though no. that's a major condition they almost have that allergy like the strawberry you can't breathe you're not gonna touch that strawberry Mm -hmm. you are not going to eat nuts if you're allergic to nuts you can't breathe it's life-threatening yeah gluten you don't feel it most of the time it's a slow chronic inflammation that will get you it will get Mm -hmm. you but you don't feel it until the,
0: the the question i have is um we're not born gluten intolerant or allergic, uh, so there has to be condition that creates that environment for the gluten to affect you that is uh for example, if you were born from C section you didn't have the the biodome and the you know the healthy bacterias helping okay. and protecting you uh, if you were fed the formula instead of breast milk, you' have that issue so you start babies start with a weak immune system or a weak um, gut environment, and that is now capable of defending itself from things like gluten, and dairy, and so on. So it's, um, personally, I feel like we should be a little more nuanced. not accusing gluten for everything. Just keep in mind that the Uh, the intestine, the gut itself was already probably already in a bad Mm -hmm. condition and then gluten makes it worse, dairy makes it worse and and so on and so forth. Uh, I've worked with um, ADD children and autistic children and I noticed very clearly that taking dairy and and gluten helps them tremendously but the condition was already there before uh, so it's... um, I think we, we need to be a little more cautious as to putting all the blame on these ingredients and be uh, understanding that the reason all of this, we are sensitive to that is because our gut is not healthy to start with.
1: I absolutely agree with you and the gut is not healthy, and those are multiple factors that are, that, that are causing it. It's not one thing. And, and I agree that uh, mothers that give birth to kids with, with no microbiome, and there is now an uh, interesting practice, very rare, but you could find a doctor that does this. Um, that when the baby's born with the C-section, they take a sterile, um, uh, like a gauze, and mm-hmm. from the mother's uh, area mm-hmm. and they wipe the baby's mouth when okay. the moment it's born so uh, it's kind of recolonized the the, the flora otherwise mm-hmm. my two boys my second one and my third were born via c-section unfortunately because uh, my my intestinal inflammation was not letting me um mm-hmm. do the right thing i guess my body plus you know if i knew what i knew then it would have been a different case, but anyhow, they 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 had to be given by, uh, probiotics from very very young age, mm. and I'm glad there are probiotics now on the market. Right, That's and like you thing.
0: mentioned, like you mentioned earlier, uh, your most formula for babies is uh, from soy, and most soy yes. most soy is genetically engineered.
1: Uh-huh. So now
0: you're you you're adding a toxic into the, the baby's body and whose immune system is already not strong to start with.
1: Yeah, I know, and and we are here to be to, to be helping those that, that are looking for change and hopefully change the system.
0: Yes, yes, Slowly absolutely. So going back to that, in your opinion, how important are probiotics to our gut health?
1: Yes, that's, that's the topic, not even for two hours. <laughs> I could talk about this probably for days. Besides the fact that my paper for the doctorate degree uh, was uh, I picked it for uh, probi- uh, the clinical effectiveness of probiotics on Crohns and colitis. I was um, when I chose the topic, obviously it's close to to my heart, and it's um it's something I'm researching for so many years. Uh, I was not one hundred percent sure they will let me do it in school uh because it's a pharmacy school it's medication right. but the they, they accepted with no questions they are there's, there's a lot of research now with probiotics i was very happy and um the biggest problem with uh probiotics for crohn's colitis ibds any digestive diseases is that that there's not enough good quality studies it's hard to find to that those randomized controlled trials that compare um placebo they uh, to to the effect of the um probiotic yeah. and probiotics uh with their research are at the i would call it ground zero we are at like such um a dark still times with probiotics there's there there are millions billions of, um, of bacteria in our gut, in our microbiome, everywhere, and soup a lot of strains that are still not in the probiotic blends. Mm. For example, uh, just the one, one of the trials that was in my paper out of the four, uh, something called F ZC. It's a no, it's normal commensal, one of the commensal bacteria in our gut that's present in, uh, in most of our guts, in all of our guts, for Crohn's patients, we happen to have uh, a low number of that bacteria, mm-hmm. and I've tested my uh, microbiome with uh, uBiome, and it came out to be low, and I wasn't surprised because uh, you know my diagnosis. And <clears throat> that probiotic, for example, uh, if if you try to um, repopulate the body with that probiotic, possibly good effects would come out not no human trials. that was tried on mice um so we 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 have a long way we really do with probiotics to get there to to um truly compare apples to apples uh, and i really uh, i've seen statements from like really big names in the industry that uh recently one of the i'm not mentioning names but he's huge on vegetarian diet and Mm-hmm. And uh, really, really uh, on, on this show, <laughs>
0: on this on this show, you can name names.
1: <laughs> Anyways, he's uh, he said that oh, probiotics are no longer safe because there's one study that said that in um, uh, in really sick patients with pancreatitis, um, they when they, they tried the probiotics for them, they there's a large mm-hmm. number that passed. Those patients that were passing number one anyway, they were really at the point they gave them. Um, the probiotics when, when they were going um, and, and uh, when you say probiotics didn't work you, you're saying such a general term, which probiotics what strain uh, there are strains of probiotics that are irritating to the gut lining and we already know that a lot of uh, probiotics in, uh, more, more, um, the cheaper brands for mm-hmm. example have S-thermophilus and that's an ingredient that often causes uh, irritation, especially for those with irritable bowel syndrome (IBD) or IBD inflammatory bowel disease. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I always stay away from that ingredient when when we when we recommend probiotics. Also, there are soil-based microspores. There, there's bifidobands, and 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 I, like I say, we are only at the point of grand zero. I believe that that. We're really going to be smart about probiotics in the future. There's even fecal transplants, right. uh, as, as gross as it sounds. And it's tried now on Crohn's patients. They take right. a good uh, bacteria from the healthy uh, gut and they transplant it in, in a different ways through nasogastric tube. They they, they uh, put it in the freezer and so it doesn't smell. <laughs> So yes, and it works.
0: You don't have to eat it, right?
1: (laughs) So uh, it's it's probiotics are um, really I I believe in a big future of probiotics. There's a lot of uh, information that's being researched. Like for example, one of the recent studies that just came out in um, November. Uh, school, medicine, medical school of Pennsylvania. They found that um, E. coli, a uh, bacteria, where you, for example, get a food poisoning, but right. it's normally present in our gut, yes. and we want to have some E. coli in our body. If we yes. completely de- depleted it, we will we'll have a problem. So they they used also mice, not humans yet, mm-hmm. uh, and they replenished uh, that E. coli bacteria, um, and. As a result, it caused a lower amount of enzyme called urase. Mm-hmm. And that helped with symptoms, helped with inflammation, not mm-hmm. symptoms, inflammation. So again, they're now using that to explore more and to research more. And it's it's a great way. And there are many more, many others. And like I said, the f if they make that into probiotic and, and make it in a way that You're able to take it and it gets through your gut, through your upper stomach, doesn't get destroyed by um, the gastric uh, gas, the gastric acid, and then it it. actually gets where it has to go into the intestine. So that would be amazing. And with the questions with probiotics, I get often, for example, uh, patients uh, ask me, um, uh, why is this? Probiotic more expensive, having the same billion of bacteria versus this one in a less expensive uh, brand or less expensive drugstore. Um, how? Wh- wh- why is that? Why is that? Most of the time, the price difference is in the way these probiotics are manufactured. They're protected. They're the, the microspores or or certain caps protecting. The acid, hydrochloric acid, in the upper stomach uh, to destroy it. Mm -hmm. So, if you are taking the fifteen billion of an expensive probiotic, they almost guarantee you get that probiotic into the gut lining, Mm -hmm. which is what you want in the end. You want to to recolonize your flora. You want to recolonize it with the with the good bacteria that Mm -hmm. will and and you afterwards the key another key (laughs) that's important to mention is the diet. If right. you're feeding the, with the right food, the good bacteria will start growing more and and, mm-hmm. and you'll colonize your entire uh, lining with the good bacteria. If you you're to, eating the wrong foods, that probiotic yeah. won't you know, have the right. same effect.
0: Yeah, we need to tell people to eat more uh, prebiotic foods and exactly. that will feed the uh, the probiotics. Uh, yeah. There's no point. A lot of people think, and and they're still very much in this um, in this country. Um, they think they can pop any pills, whether it's probiotics or anything, and continue to eat the same crap, yeah. and they're gonna get better. No, you need to have the food to go with the whatever supplements you take to complement each other, to support each other, and not. Uh, Saying that, oh, I'll take probiotics so I can go get a McDonald's hamburger, you know, and and destroy all the benefits of that. So, we need to focus, we need to remind people that it's not enough to take a ton of supplements and not paying attention to your diet. You need to have both working together.
1: I agree Okay,
0: so moving along. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Let's talk about your website. Your website is Real Health Solution. Uh, which is all about functional medicine for uh, our customers or listeners that do not know what functional medicine can you explain what it is
1: absolutely Um, uh, functional medicine comparing to the traditional uh, the the biggest difference is where we invest our time into changing your lifestyle habits uh, and looking for the root causes root causes could be um, anywhere from gut bacteria, um, environmental issues in your water being polluted and your previous uh, exposure to probably radiation. Like in my case, uh, I was 12 12 years old when Chernobyl happens in Ukraine. Um, And and it could be the fluoride toxicity, mercury toxicity, hormone issues, adrenals. We find uh, that root cause that possibly triggered Because we we could be predisposed to diseases and never know it and never have it if there was no trigger. Um, So versus patching the system the way the traditional medicine works with the prescription in your hand and and this this is all uh, that can be offered, we are looking into uh, the true uh, root causes, what or, or multiple multifactorial things mm-hmm. um, and looking into them and taking care of them uh, often gets rid of the problem altogether or at least we put you in remission or we, we, uh, he, we, we help you heal the true way, the real way we can right now. So I, I, I love functional medicine. It's uh, from, from day one when I, when I found the concept alone. It's where you are you're you're more proactive, you're there, you're in the middle of the healing right. um, i I thought it was great so <clears throat> yeah you're not, just,
0: you're not just a prescription machine you're you're actually caring for your customers, for your yeah. clients um, How's your private factories different from your job as a pharmacist
1: yeah it's a uh, hundred and eighty degrees uh, completely different. Um, unfortunately, in the, as a pharmacist, you don't have that much time to spend with the, with the patient or the client. Um, you hardly have time to, um, to get out there and speak with them, even if they have like an over-the-counter question. Um, you wish, you almost wish you had all this time to sit down with them, to, they're asking you, um, I, I think I need B vitamin and uh, I, I am, I'm lacking energy. And I'm like, oh, I, I wish I could sit down with you for an hour to figure things out. So here in my practice, um, I, I I will spend a lot of time with you. <laughs> I, the very first uh, appointment is at least an hour and a half. I get to, uh, I find out your whole history and, and health history really can open uh, eyes to, to thinks that no one really stopped you and hold on what happened oh Mm -hmm. my god this 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 what probably triggered the entire thing let's go back there and try to fix it uh so spending time is that big difference huge difference that makes a difference for the client too uh and and it gives me more satisfaction obviously i'm thrilled that now i'm able to help better Um, and it's different that um there's a great way of that functional diagnostic, analysis-based uh, answer. I don't just, um, I, I, I would hate to just hand you a bottle of a vitamin if you say I want to have a B vitamin, I have no energy. Hold on, let me do an organic acid testing, O oh, oh, testing and see what could have been. Maybe there's a mitochondria issue or maybe something toxicity-related and we will figure this out and then I would be able to recommend something much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's more of a, you ask me a question, let me get you an analysis-based answer. And, right. and me as a scientist in my, in my heart and in my profession, I, I can't do it any other way. Right. It's I a understand. great thing. It's wonderful. And it's also, yeah. uh, we, are, we are growing in functional medicine. The, it's, it's, I, I believe it's exploding.
0: Yeah. People <laughs> are realizing that Western medicine, as it is done now, is not always working. So they're looking for different answers. What services do you offer your clients?
1: Yeah. Uh, I offer a few services right now um, the, uh, the hormone balancing. With, again, analysis-based. I do see Crohn's patients, colitis, IBD, IBS, and uh, we have a whole program. I just created the program. I'm um, rolling, it this, rolling it out this year because it used to be me by appointment. Now I'll have those intense programs, which I think will work absolutely amazing, especially for those that are in flare right now, that really need the help right now. And I'm going into the beta uh, trial period in March. So, those that want to uh, try to, to get in with the obviously price decrease, uh, they can do that in March with me. Um, and uh, I also help with the detox. Those that already seen a couple of uh, holistic practitioners and they're just interested in the smart detox programs, that those are available for um, clients that look like something like a quick fix. Uh, yeah and now uh, again uh, we, we also have like a holistic services in the office but I mostly concentrate on functional medicine.
0: Right, right. So I understand you are or you were a ger- geriatric, geriatric, geriatric. pharmacist. Yeah. Yes. Um, how, how is it different to work with older patients than regular, I mean you know, regular um,
1: I love, my ger- I love my geriatric patients mm-hmm. because when they already get to my office, they've been around, mm-hmm. <laughs> they have been to so many doctors and to so many appointments and they know more than any other client, what they really looking for. Mm-hmm. And if they are already here in the chair in my office, and ready to spend the time and the finances for to heal they want the results and this when I tell them this is to be done and that is to be done it's done <laughs> I, I've accomplished I've, I have put a check mark here so uh, like recently I had a 78 year old client who I believe she looks in her like she, she's not even 60 I, I love that woman and she came in with a lot of gut problems, so many issues, originally due to stress and like environmental um, issues, and uh, there was flood it was a she was a digestive mess mm-hmm. um, we, it, it was a It was a lengthy healing it was months of healing because we had to test her we had to go through the steps but she's almost a hundred percent she's she, she looks, she feels, she, she could not believe it. So yeah, I, I love my geriatrics. They listen and they are yeah. compliant. When already getting to me, it's the most perfect client.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, hopefully I'm not there yet, but um, I'll make sure to call you when I get in my <laughs> late 70s if I, if I need help. Yes.
1: No, you're not uh, there for sure.
0: So um, I understand you have an event coming up solutions for digestive problems. Can you yeah. tell us about it? Yeah
1: I, I um, want to share more details on the program um, and, and the actual the, to empower the client to, to help them figure out that there is an option of, such option of self-management on their own and I want to share those step, uh, the steps and then stepwise approach. And now uh, it it would be a more or less short um, PowerPoint that I'll present during that. Um, It will be on Zoom and and, uh, it would be a talk. I'll I'll get a chance for the callers to get involved and ask their quick questions. And I I hope it to be interactive uh, at about half point of that presentation. And I hope it will be interesting for for, for your viewers too. I'll share the details.
0: I'm sure it will be. So what would you consider the three biggest, three biggest mistakes that people make when they have digestive disease?
1: Yes, back to that number one biggest mistake is when they just, um, I've tried that, it didn't work. And how long have you tried it? A week or two. That's, hmm. that's a really, really huge mistake. You, if, you, um, if, if it took you that long to get sick, and you didn't know it and it it it, it took you that long to to have your intestinal lining to the point that it's like a a literally uh, there's holes in there Mm. so you you have to understand that it's not going to be an overnight process Mm. to give that chance to the healing diet so i would would i would say the biggest mistake number one is to not giving enough chance to the healing diet and the changes in lifestyle and the changes with uh with with probably toxicity in your home and all these changes you gotta do to heal mm. uh I would say number two we call it doctor hopping so mm. again it didn't work so let me try another doctor and another doctor and another, and and it's it's a, if you don't try something long enough um you you're <laughs> you bound to 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 it's like you want to hope that the next one will help, but often it's within you. Mm-hmm. And going to number three biggest mistake is not, not to give yourself that mindset. I believe that mindset is extremely important in any healing, not just God healing, when, when you have any condition. If you tell yourself, I'm not getting involved, well, I'm not going to be okay, you're not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if you you go in with the mindset I want to heal, and I'm gonna try this program the entire the entire way, I'm gonna give it a full chance. It, it you have so-, so much better chance to heal.
0: Right, so and mindset, your job is your job is to be a coach and uh, yes. and a cheerleader mm-hmm. um, to help them um, continue instead of being the bossy type of doctors.
1: Right. I mean, I could get bossy if you're, if you're not listening, but I, I am I, I'm just your guide in, in this process. Yes, guide is the key word for the process and, and bossy not, most of the time not, <laughs> but sometimes I can. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, there's that mommy thing, you know, with three kids, you, uh, you, you know, you start, hopefully you don't have to treat your patients like your kids, right?
1: <laughs> not at all.
0: Okay. Okay, Mark? Well, actually, I mean, you know, has given us such a, a thorough rundown of um, what she does and uh, the gut problems. I'm not going to ask any more questions.
1: <laughs> no?
0: Oh, I can't believe I covered everything.
1: We covered the entire. Well, no, just, just <laughs> one quick question. I mean, uh, um, how can people get hold of you? Okay, so uh, I do want to say that. Um, I've had so much fun with you guys. Thank you. And I, I would hope and I would like the uh, give viewers to, to grab a copy of my book when it uh, mm-hmm. comes out. It's not going to come out for, uh, to be pre-selled until March, but if they uh, want to send me an email, and the specific email for the um, for the book would be uh, gotpharmacist at gmail.com. And if they send me uh, uh, that they've seen your show, I will send them a copy of the book when it's on pre-sale when it's released right away. So that would be uh, that would be <laughs>
0: Can I get oh, one?
1: Yes, can I get yes. one too? Yes. I'll,
0: I'll trade uh, your book against uh, versus one of mine and you have seven to choose from.
1: Oh I know you're amazing. So that would be a great uh, way for me to say thank you to your viewers.
0: Yeah. Sure. Thank you for that. And so uh, can you tell us again? The title of your book, your website, uh, contact information?
1: Yes, the conf- contact information I just said, You could uh, your viewers can, can contact me through gutpharmacist at gmail.com or through my website, realhealthsolutionsllc.com. The phone number there um, is 732 414 6223. I also. Um, the title of the book, I'm not going to say yet because uh, the book is not on pre sale yet. <laughs> so I'm keeping that kind of a uh, um, the,
0: the secret. But, but you do have a website that is um, focused um, on the book only, right?
1: Um, I do have a website called Journey with Crohn's Disease with the dashes yes. in between. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm rebranding both. Okay. So you know, if you follow me, I have a web, uh, Facebook, I have an Instagram account. I have it all through the Real Health Solutions LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rebranding. I might be making it into one big uh, gut pharmacist brand. We'll see. I think that's next. Um,
0: okay. But
1: for, for me, and Journey with Crohn's disease has a lot of Crohn's information. And again, I'm, I'm working on changes because during the doctorate program, I didn't have that much time to work on it. But it's all coming. It's all coming.
0: Good, good. And uh, after it comes out, maybe we'll have you again.
1: Thank you. I would love that.
0: Talk some more.
1: Indeed. Sounds great.
0: So thank you again, Ina, for being on the Local Paleo Show. And as we say in Texas, a votre santé, (laughs) y'all.